This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Don't worry, Toby. Just use the force. Like in that film, you know. 365 Flicks Podcast. 365 Flicks Podcast. Come and listen to it right after you finish this podcast you're listening to. It's got Chris and Kevin and a weather guy called Toby. What's the point in a weather report on a podcast I hear you ask? Well, there's only one way to find out. Download every episode that is currently out. And listen to those bad boys right now. It's got Toby Osmond, who is kind of a guest host, but thinks he is the most important part of the podcast. Hashtag not joking. You can find 365 on iTunes, Libsyn, Spotify, and awesome websites like DangerEntertainment.net, Nerdly.co.uk, and Tangent Bound Network. It's like shit in a field. Welcome to episode 307 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... Hear me, beings of Akir. I am Sador of the Memori. I have come with my forces to conquer you. If you resist, I will crush you. I possess a stellar converter, the most powerful weapon in the universe. You cannot resist me. I want your planet to be my colony. Your harvest comes in seven risings of your red giant. I will return then, and you will accept me as your master. You, If you do not submit, your planet and all life on it will be burned to ash. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have no idea where that's from. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you now that Sador was defeated by John Boy's Mole. Okay. Battle, battle beyond the stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A movie only you and I, yeah, I and John Boy remember. <laughs> I liked it. George Pappard. Yeah. And um. Yeah, George Pappard, but it also had that that guy. Um. He was he was uh from oh. the man from Uncle. Yeah. Um. Burns See, me. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up here. Robert Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Vaughn was the other guy. What a movie. What a movie. I like the movie. Well, so do I. I mean, it's it's The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Or The Seven Samurai, you know, just in space. Yeah. You know, so it's one of our movies. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. I think we saw that in a the theater. 
Maybe we did too. I think I think your mom took us to see that in the theater one time. Yeah. She took us to a lot of movies. Too. Yeah, she took us to a lot of shitty movies. But I mean, who care? I mean, it was like I mean That's that's what makes us who we are. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, double features of the uh The Last Dragon and American Ninja. That's a <laughs> yeah. you know. Was American Ninja R? No, I don't think so. Yeah. That's curious. Yeah. I think we saw Lone Wolf McQuaid in the theaters, too. I think we did, yeah. Yeah. We saw a lot of movies. I saw... I went to go see Shazam, and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Uh-huh. But I saw the, the, just the weirdest fucking thing that I thought, like, really? is this? Ha- did I just see this? Uh-huh. So, this man and his wife are walking. Like, I'm sitting... Nancy had to go to the bathroom, so I'm sitting on a chair, like, in the lobby. Not in the lobby. Like, I'm... We're heading into the theater, but I'm just sitting there near the bathrooms. I'm up there, up in Monroeville. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm sitting there near the bathrooms. There's a there's a bench there, and I'm waiting for Nancy to come out of the bathroom. And the, the this man, and his wife, and this small child, and the small child could be no more than seven. Okay, tops, like tops. This kid was seven. Uh-huh. They, they they were they had a booster seat for the kid. Okay. And I'm thinking, well, and I'm looking, I mean, and Wonder Park is in one theater, Dumbo's in another theater, they're both sitting, and they walk in to go see Pet Cemetery. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah! No, I didn't do that with my kids. No, and I'm like, I mean, and the kid was talking, as they were walking in, the kid was talking about the Avengers and Captain Marvel. Like it, you know, because they, they have all like the yeah, yeah, yeah. the posters and stuff along that one hallway, and you know, I thought, oh, what, what a cute kid! They're probably gonna take him to go see Dumbo. And they walk right in the fucking pet cemetery. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, holy fuck! I, I mean, maybe rough. even Shazam. I thought, like, because the way she was talking about the Avengers and stuff, like, well, I mean, she's a, it's a superhero movie, you know, yeah. going to see Shazam. No, pet cemetery. Yeah, yeah, holy fuck! Yeah. Man. That's rough. Yeah. Like what what are you thinking as parents? Like, yeah, I mean you I mean the girls were exposed to a lot early on, but like you weren't taking them to the theater to see Hellraiser. No. You know. Like they were watching like the the uh USA Up All Night version of that. Yeah. With Rhonda Shear, you know? I mean yeah, 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 yeah. they weren't seeing the uh the, hard, the hardcore cuts of those movies until right. later on in life. Yeah. You know. They, uh, they watched the, and we waited until they were older. Yeah. And after that stuff. But they were exposed to a lot. Yeah. I mean, just because of that, that was your, that's, especially at that time, that was you and Lisa's personalities. Yeah. I mean, like, in in that those first couple houses you rented, I you, you just had monster memorabilia everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's changed over the years. Yeah, I mean a bit, but I mean still, like I mean at that time, I mean that that was like you and Lisa were both like hardcore collecting horror stuff. Yeah, horror figurines. I mean you know, like that, that you had like Jason, Freddy. Pinhead, yeah, the like, McFarlane series. Yeah, you had all that stuff displayed. Like, displayed. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, huh? Yeah, so I mean, like the, the exposure couldn't be helped. I mean, it, it's yeah, you're, you've evolved over the years somewhat, but I mean, still, it's there to yeah. a certain extent. 
But I mean, it's just like back then, it was like you were hardcore. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we were. Yeah. That's one thing we have in common. Yeah. Not one, but yeah, one of many. But I mean, that was like, but that was like one of those things where, like, I mean, and you were like, you were playing what that one video game, Alice. Like both of you, like constantly. Yeah, we liked that. Game. Oh yeah, you were like deep down that rabbit hole. Yeah, it was a good video game. Yeah, I mean for the time. Yeah, but I mean like it was just funny. It was like one of those things where like <laughs> like so much of like what you guys were doing was like so horror based and like they were just there for <laughs> they, were, they, were, yeah. they were there for the run. Yeah, you know. They were exposed to a lot. Yeah. But mo- like I said, mostly on a USA level, yeah. TBS. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember when we first watched our first R movie together. The gr- the girls and I. Yeah. But most of it was on, um, you know, TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, too, they were sitting there watching Brotherhood of the Wolf with us. But I mean, I... <laughs> yeah. But yeah. They, I had them... You know, they they were watching. I think one of their first like movies with blood in it had to be played. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. It, yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah, so. I, I just thought that was like amazing because like, I, I like I, I often question parents. <laughs> you like, questioning us? Well, no, not you. Like, but like in like in general, especially now, like. Bree, how was your childhood with horror movies? Great. Okay. Okay. I wasn't yeah. Anna got scared of Michael Myers, but that was literally it. Anything else she was fine with, it was just Michael Myers she had a problem with. As you carry a black cat and a knife. No, there's no knife. There's no knife. There's no knife. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, my like my point is like, it's, it's like some some movies like I, I question like you're bringing a seven year old kid to see like Batman v Superman. Yeah. You know, I was like. It's kind of a dark movie, yeah. <laughs> you know, where so like 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 me questioning parenting is like usually like I'm like really Sean is that that bad I don't know, but I'm sorry take, taking like a, a six year old to go see Pet Cemetery is you know that that, that that like I was ready to call CYS yeah it's a little <laughs> yeah I was holy shit yeah we've we've gone into movies Lisa and I have gone to see movies, um, where we're like. Where we're kind of like, really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and we're pretty progressive on anything that they yeah. want to watch. Ellie chooses not to watch that stuff. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, she's more happiness and rainbows and on and everywhere. Yeah, I mean, like, even, like, stuff like Gremlins and uh, yeah, Dark Crystal and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but Gremlins, as far as, you know, it's kind of horrific. Yeah. Um. She didn't. Uh, yeah. She. Uh, she doesn't like. She didn't even yeah. like ET. She used to cry when ET came on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, whose child are you, man? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. You cried at ET. Yeah, come on, ET. <laughs> Let me throw a critter in your crib. Yeah. I, but I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. She she didn't like <laughs> ET, but like I, I cried at ET for a completely different reason. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. Yeah. But she was terrified of the fucker. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially you know, the freaking uh, Neil Diamond Heartlight moment. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So uh, Neil Diamond Heartlight. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you think that would like bring out some emotion, but yeah, no, she no. fucking went up to her room screaming and crying. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, 
Yeah, it was a pool. But <laughs> anyway, hey, that was a song. It, I, I know. I'm just saying. It just there's a nice pull. Yeah, it got me there. But uh, yeah, they just um, they just loved horror. They I mean, still love horror. Yeah, I mean, when you're bringing your nine year old to go see Deadpool, I'm like, that's a poor parenting decision. Yeah, we didn't take Ellie to see it. Right. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, it's like. You know, but I did let her watch. Um. The new the, the, the PG version. The PG thirteen <laughs> version. version. Yeah. yeah, I did let her watch that. Yeah, so she watched that. But uh, yeah, I with Elliot, um, we have to be very careful on what we yeah let her watch because she you know it, it bothers her yeah so which eliminates a lot of our daytime movie watching yeah yeah because a lot of what you watch is yeah yeah yeah. So, uh, Elliot, why don't you go in another room? <laughs> sometimes she does. Half hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we started watching. Um, I think she got up and left. I can't remember if she stayed or not. But clerks too. N- no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I would love to watch that with them, but can't do it. I just can't. Yeah. Um. No, the uh, uh, Eli Roth series. Hostel. No. Um, History of Horror. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. Oh, it's fantastic. It's on, on Amazon. I think it's on Prime. I, I, I'm not. Okay. It's either on Prime or Netflix. Except no, this was on uh, another network. But I'll find out and I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. It's a free app with the oh, okay. thing. Like crack or Yeah, Tubi. something like that. It was Tubi. I always yeah. want to say Splatterhouse, but it, that's not it. Yeah. It's something okay. else. But uh, I, I will find out. Okay. But and I think it is also available on Netflix and Prime, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, Eli Roth does this uh history of horror. Um right. it's like a documentary. But it's really cool. It's a really cool like sound set. Yeah. And there's three people usually sitting around the table. The ones that I can remember, there may have been others, but it was Nicotero. Yeah. Zombie, Rob Zombie, and Eli Roth. And they're just sitting at a table talking like we do about horror movies. Yeah. And, uh, but it's broken up into um, different um, uh, themes, right? So the first hour long episode was zombies. Yeah. I think. I may get them out of order, but it was zombies was one full hour. Yeah. Of course, that was all George Romero and footage and blood, yeah. and it was great. Yeah. Um, and then there's also interviews on top of that with like Savini and yeah, yeah, it's really good. And then the second uh, or whatever, I'm I'm not going to put them in order because I don't know the exact order. But uh, there was one hour that was dedicated to monsters. Yeah. Um, like gremlins and you know. Right. Um, one. One show is on uh, the supernatural, mm. like poltergeist and yeah. paranormal activity yeah, and Annabelle like all that yeah, crap. Yeah. Had to deal with it. And uh, the other one was dealt with um, monsters, paranormal, um, zombies, um, slashers one, yeah. and slashers two. They did two. Two sense. hours on slashers. That makes sense. 
comes to think there's another one too. But every one I watched was fantastic. Yeah. It's a really good documentary. Uh-huh. Um, it's a really good history lesson. Right. And not only do they pay homage to like a lot of movies, mm-hmm. but they kind of like show the respects to the people that started it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they kind of showed that, um, that like Romero for zombies. Right. You know, I mean, they went into White Zombie. They went into all this stuff. And, right, yeah. And they kind of went through the timeline a little bit, you know, and right. then to modern day. Right. And then the fast zombies. I mean, like, yeah. so there's a lot of interviews with a lot of different people um, within the genre. Yeah. You know? Right. And so it was just excellent. I mean, truly, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it, it, from what I watched, it was really, yeah. really, really good. I really, I highly recommend this. Because there's no, it's no holes barred. Yeah. I mean, they show face shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Blown up. And, yeah. I mean, shot, you know, gun to the face. Yeah. Decapitation. Yeah. I mean, they show everything. Right. So it's not like you're getting this history channel version of. Right. Yeah. You know, zombies. You're getting right. the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it was really good. I highly recommend it. I hate Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. Because of like what he's done to the horror genre, uh-huh. as far as like I mean you know he's he's in he I, I lump him in with like the guys who did Saw and stuff like this like he was involved with Hostel and all that, but he's like the Quentin Tarantino of horror in that he loves the genre so much uh-huh. that he does respect like he he's just trying to take it forward in a way yeah but he respects the past of it so much that he is like he could talk for hours about it yeah like he's not just like yeah i just do my thing and that's that i don't give a fuck like he really loves old horror yeah and it drives me nuts because like i can respect him for that at the same time like fuck you're ruining horror because you're just making it like torture porn right i I get that like you know but his knowledge base is so good. Yeah, it makes the series very interesting. Yeah, like I mean, that's what I mean. Like I love, I love the guy because he does have that knowledge base and he does have that passion, like a Quentin Tarantino does about the things that he loves. Yeah, but at the same time, I hate him because it's like, fuck, look at like you know, I hate what you do, but I respect you because of your passion. You right. Know, it's, like, it's a weird dichotomy I have with Eli Roth. Like, yeah. You know, but listening to him talk, yeah, amongst. Yeah, fellow people in the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like he'll talk about John Carpenter with nothing but reverence. Yeah, he'll talk. You know, he'll talk about all those guys like with nothing but absolute reverence for who came before him. Yeah, it's just it's like the direction you want to take horror in. I just can't go along with. Yeah, no, I get. It. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Gr- Green Inferno is just like a what the fuck movie. Yeah, you know, there got to a point at one point where they were on the monsters thing, mm-hmm. and he said, and we had monsters and da 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 da. But he was like, the granddaddy of them all was John Carpenter's thing. Yeah. That was like the introduction to cinema to where you've seen monsters like you've never seen monsters before. Right, yeah. I mean, I still find the thing terrifying. Right. I mean, um, it's so well done and it looks still, because it's all practical effects, it still looks amazing. Yeah. There's nothing in that movie, like upon repeat viewings where you sit and go, oh, well, that looks fucking hokey. Right. The thing that's scary about it to me, and we won't go into the whole thing about the thing, but the thing that is the scariest thing about why it's such a good movie, and it still sort of scares me, is the special effects are amazing. Yeah. 
Um, I think they are. I think they're absolutely yeah, amazing. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. You have that aspect, but then you have the aspect of the unknown. Like, you don't know who has... Right. Who is the thing. And plus, there's that feel of isolation. Yeah. Which... You know, being in Antarctica, it's supposed to. I mean, that's the feel you're supposed to have is this. It's closed quarters. Anything can happen. You're isolated, but you're in this like claustrophobic situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's Carpenter just playing. If the thing doesn't get you, the diabetes will. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean, <laughs> in the shack. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I know this movie inside and out because yeah. I've seen it. T- I mean, I, I you know how many times I've seen this movie. Yeah. But um, it's just really, it's just so well done. Yeah. And I, and to come to think about it, the most terrifying moment to me in that entire film is when they're all strapped down to the chairs. Oh, yeah. And Russell is, they're meticulously going to each person. And Carpenter did such a good job with it because he heated up the coil and it's they're going to the Petri dish with the fire. Yeah. And it's slow. Yeah. It's, he made it slow. It's yeah. not like, yeah. I mean, it was like, yeah, and he and you can hear the scr- like the the, the, the scrape on the on, on the glass, almost like a screech. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's brilliant. That is that is just like oh, it chills right now because I yeah. mean that is just just fine horror. Yeah, I mean it's perfect. You know everything about that movie is good. Even the end. Yeah, is like badass. Yeah, with him and the guy, the, him and Charles. Yeah, Charles. They just like pass the ball. You? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if either one of them has it, but. They're gonna die sitting in this, <laughs> sitting on this couch, right. essentially in, in below freezing temperature, yeah. drinking this bottle. Yeah, fuck it. It's a great film. Oh, um. So anyway, I, like I said again, I really highly recommend this series. Yeah. If you're a horror fan, I think you'll appreciate a lot of what they do. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, because there's so many interviews outside of yeah, um, the three at the table. Yeah, you know. Zombies stay quiet for a couple of the yeah a couple of the things. It was, Nicotera talked a lot, <clears throat> and Eli Roth. Well, Nicotera's a talker. Yeah, but when it got into more z- zombies genre, yeah, uh, he talked a little bit on it. Yeah, more, you know. But it was just so good. It was just really well done. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of respect for that. Anyway, that was probably the biggest thing I watched. Well, no, it's not. But go ahead. Yeah. Your turn. Well, I, I, I went and I saw, as I said, I went to go see Shazam. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it. Okay. It's good, huh? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was good. Like, I had high expectations for it. I, I know between me and you, like, I, I was the one who wanted to see this movie. You're kind of blah on it. Yeah. Um, I, I would say, you know, wait till it's out on, on disc. Uh-huh. But you should see it. Okay. You know, like I, I don't, I don't think if you paid money to go see it, you'd be disappointed. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I just, I know it's, it's not your thing. Like you're not, you're not into this, this particular character. So I'm not going to say, oh, you have to see this movie. You know. Right. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, if you're somebody who's on the fence, I, I, I'd recommend going to see it. You know, if you're somebody who's like indifferent to it, you wait till it comes out on the desk, and I think you'll still enjoy it. Yeah. But um. It was really well done. Like Zachary Levi's fantastic. Is he? Yeah. Okay. And I like the story that it told. Yeah. Like, it made... Like, they told a very good story and it made a lot of sense. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and you know, over the years, the a great deal of what the Shazam character is has changed, or the Billy Bastion character has changed over the years. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the la- I think it's been the last I'm going to say 10, 15 years. You know, they've gone the he's the foster kid. No, yeah, you know, um, like before, I think he had an uncle Dudley. I mean, you know, uh-huh. back in a TV show where it was him and his uncle when, you know, that shady RV. <laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah. you remember? Yeah. You know, you're like, I don't know what Uncle Dudley's doing in that RV. Yeah. You know, but, um, I mean, it's, it's, but it's one of those shows, it was one of those movies, though, that it told a very good, it told a very compelling story. Um, it embraced what it was. Uh-huh. And... Like by the end of it, you're like really rooting for the character. Yeah, you know, right. and and that on top of Mark Strong is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, we we we've 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 always touched on Mark Strong as an actor, but here's a guy who whenever he gets a villain role, like he, he or, or or a pseudo villain role, like I mean he played Sinestro in the Green Lantern movie and it was the best thing about that movie. Um, you know, he played the villain in the first Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. You know, he was in the two Kingsman movies as a hero, but he was really good in that role. Yeah. You know, Mark Strong is a very good actor that I always think is somebody who get, should get more attention. Yeah. And um, he's very good in this as the villain. That's cool. And plays it well. Yeah. You know, and I, I liked it. And, you know, I'm not big, I'm not deep into the mythology of, of Shazam. But there was enough going on that, like, there's one moment that when it happens, it was almost a hallelujah moment. Yeah. Like, I almost got up out of, like, I went like this, and Nancy was, like, kind of, like, looking at me. And, I like, it was almost one of those, I just want to stand up like I'm at, like, a revival and just start, you know, there we go. There it is. You know, just, yeah. you know, raising my hand and shaking my head like, you know, <laughs> I've been touched by the spirit. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's good. Yeah, it's it, it's really well done, and like I know enough about the Shazam mythology that I caught a lot of like the little things, uh-huh. and then I get a great payoff at the end, and the, the it, and it does a really good job. That's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I watched Hannah. Oh, okay. This is the Netflix original based yeah, upon a movie, movie. The movie. Yeah. I binged it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I watched the whole series. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, set in like Romania and Germany. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of surprises. Uh, the main guy, uh, the male lead in it is, I can never remember his name. He's the, <clears throat> he's he was flagging Suicide Squad. Um. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. I can't. He, yeah. I, give me a second here. He reminded me a lot of what's his name from that plays Magneto in the new X. Yeah. Um. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's also in uh Altered Carbon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. He's a very good actor. Yeah. Um. Is that, that's him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. 
the little girl that plays Hannah was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, like, just really well done. Uh, so it, it starts off with kind of a bang, mm-hmm. you know, and then it gets into more character development and so on and so forth. Right. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. Right. But, uh, and it ends with a bang. I can say yeah. that. Like, huge. Um, this is only eight episodes, too. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a shocking. Right? Uh-huh. It was it was very impressive. Yeah, that's some uh, that's some very tight storytelling then. It was. Yeah. And uh, but it moved good. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack was good. Acting was phenomenal. Um, and so it kind of lulls like toward the middle. Right. Not really lulls. I mean, the story continues. Right. It doesn't break off from the story at all. Right. There's always a storyline. Right. You know. I mean, with eight episodes, there can't be a throwaway episode. No, there's no throwaways. Yeah, so like there, everything, but it just kind of the it, it, it it's like two episodes of just like lack of action. Yeah, like like it, like this would be like the middle part of a movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was just it was just excellent. Yeah, like because I was a big fan of the movie. Yeah, and I was a little skeptical going in, but I like where they took this. Right. Um. And it's kind of European, you know. I mean, it has that feel to it. Um, but I mean, they're they are speaking German in a couple points where it brings up the. Um, they did it really good. There's moments where they're speaking German or French or something like that. Yeah. But it comes up like, um, you know, they start it in German with the subtitles, right? And then they break into English. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's it's just really good. And the thing that I liked about it, and I will say this, is, like, she doesn't know her powers, really. Do you understand right. what I mean? Like, yeah. he, if you remember anything from the movie, I mean, he raised her in the woods of, yeah. Romania, of Romania. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the power thing is not, like... Yeah. There's something she knows there's something, but she doesn't really. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's it's a really good series. Very good. Do you, no? Let me ask you this: Do you want to see that continue with season two? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready for season two. Okay. Now. Yeah. I don't know how to. I I can't say anything. Right. I mean, but I mean, obviously. So apparently, it, it leaves off in a way that begs a season two. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Maybe not so much a cliffhanger, but still like a an open ending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sort of an open ending. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely an open ending. Yeah. <laughs> but the woman that was in it, too, red hair. I'm not good with my names ever. Michelle Enos? Yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Not weird. It was just I was surprised. Yeah. Of how how good it actually was. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's good. I also watched Ready Player One again. Did you? Yeah. That's uh, always good. It is. It is. And every time I watch it, I like it more. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I I, I, I find myself enjoying the story more and more each time I watch it. Yeah, it's odd. I think. Well, I think it's that 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 whole. God, it's so different from the book that at, upon f- repeat viewings, 
my expectation from the book is lowered. Yeah. So I enjoy the movie more. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I kind of put the book to bed and just watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at that point now, too, where like I, I can just watch the movie to enjoy the movie. Yeah, it, just every time I see the Jaws poster, poster, I just kind of cringe. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like, should have been in here. Well, <laughs> I, I feel the same way about The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Because I made that movie a few years ago mm-hmm. with um, Martin Freeman as Arthur Dent. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. Um, and the first time I watched it, I hated it. I fucking hated it because it wasn't the book. Yeah. It wasn't the miniseries. It wasn't the audio drama. It was nothing like I. But I, I, I was like, well, you know, he wrote this. You know, this is his script. Yeah. That got doctored a little bit, but this is basically what he wanted the movie to be. Uh-huh. And it was like, fuck, I just I hate this fucking movie. And upon repeat viewings, it's grown on me. Yeah. Like, and I don't because it's still his writing. It's still his writing. I like. I mean, you pre. I. I. I'm. I've pulled myself away from it to enjoy it for what it is more, and get more of the humor now than I did upon the first viewing because I was so angry that it wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. You know this beloved book. You know that yeah. I, I read as a teenager and fell in love with, and then saw the BBC miniseries, which is so shitty. Yeah. You know, as far as like the effects and the yeah. makeup, it's so BBC cheap. But you love it, like you fell yeah. in love with that. And then like the audio drama, I found later on, which I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, you know, I mean, all this stuff that they did, and you know, it's like one of those things where I like. You know, thirty something. Sean was just like, "You, you shit on this legacy with this movie. How dare you?" Yeah, but he but, did it. Yeah, and now, like ten years later, I watch that movie again, and I'm like, "Fuck, that's brilliant." Yeah. You know, I don't. I, you know. Well, Klein read the, did the screenplay for. Yeah. Ready. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, so, that's, I mean, the that's thing. his vision. Yeah. So I mean, like, when I got to the, you know, when you get to the. Um, when you get to the shining part, yeah, I really liked it. I, I like how they recreated it. Yeah, and they made it scary, and they made it like impossible to get out. Yeah, and so I get that. Yeah, like I get the, I get that piece of it. Yeah, you know, I like that. I, I like the middle key. I, 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 at first I didn't. Yeah, but then I it just grew on me. I was like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like. It's really neat. It's a really it, horrific moment in that movie. But it also, it, but it takes that idea from the original book of being in the movie and having to go through the movie repeating the lines verbatim. Yeah. Like it played off of that, but it used The Shining, which they could get the rights to. Right. You know, and it's really well done. Yeah. You know, so like I appreciated that aspect of it more. Like the card, the, 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 the grace at the beginning was the, I think the first thing I was like, really? Yeah. Like, why Why isn't he playing Joust? Yeah. You know, why isn't, like, why, why you know, like, I think that, and as much fun as that race scene is, at first you're like, this is the race to the key? Yeah, really? and it almost ruined the movie when you first watch it. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, shit. Because you, you have an expectation. Yeah. You have an expectation because you know where that first key is based on reading the book. Yeah. And this is nothing like that. 
Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, but I thought that I, I just thought it was it was well done. I I didn't think. Um, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I, I like the interaction between her her and him as well. Yeah. I know the book was different. Right. And I kind of wanted the sit down session in the basement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I kind of wanted that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. But at the same point, um. It made you feel something, like their relationship in in it yeah. um, was really good. Yeah, you know, especially the club scene. Yeah, I appreciated the Buckaroo Bonsai suit. You know yeah. what I mean, and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, yeah. like, it was really good. I mean, yeah. it was just really like, you know, she asked him what kind of suit he's wearing. Yeah, as she's touching his chest. You know what I yeah. mean. <clears throat> and he's in love with her. I mean, he's falling in love with her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that translated yeah. to me with the CGI. Yeah. Because the CGI was really good. Right. And it just translated very well. And the cool thing is, it wasn't like... Um, the cool thing I liked about it, too, is you expected... The, the expectations for the CGI were supposed to be good. Yeah. But they didn't have to be... Uh, what am I trying to say? It wasn't fucking Bruce Banner in the fucking... Uh, the Hulkbuster. The Hulkbuster. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That was bad CGI. Yeah. Your expectation going in is, well, it should be good. And it was. Yeah. But, like, I don't know how to explain. It was just really good. Yeah. I, I just... It's a really well done picture that I, I, I wish had done better. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wish... Like, I when it came out, I didn't shit on it. Like I, I accepted it for what it was. Yeah, is you grown on me even more with repeat viewings, like you said. Yeah. Um, but I wish it had done better. Yeah. In the theaters, like I wish more people would have seen this, and I, I like I almost wish it gains like cult status somehow. I think it will. I, yeah. I think there's parts of it that, um, I mean, there's certain. Of course, there's always going to be something from a book that you wanted. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and I, I think that he even. Uh, it's hard for me on the Joust thing, but yeah, I mean that's why they bought me that console. Yeah, because that's Joust on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but um, I think the big thing for me was like I wanted, I almost wanted more narration from him. Yeah, you know, and I and I get the the part where he moved and got his own apartment and all that stuff, and I don't, I didn't think that that needed to be in. I, I think there needed to be where he moved, maybe. Yeah, but not. I mean, that was a that was a long part of that book. That is, I mean, yeah. There's a long part of that book after the like he breaks up with with Sam, mm. and you know he's kind of like on his own, and she finds the second key without him, and yeah, he's kind of miserable, and yeah. But like, that's yeah. like a whole thing where it's like, ugh. but but in the book it works because it's great character development. It is, but you don't have that much time in a, in a movie. Right. Even if it's three hours long, you yeah. don't have enough time. Yeah, like, I mean, because it was like, he was like, it was almost like the king sitting on his throne all alone. Yeah. Like, because he had that, 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 that base that he bought and all the spaceships, but he had pushed all of his friends away because he was an asshole. Right. You know. Um, I wish there was more Simon Pegg. Yeah. There's another well, I mean, one. Yeah, that, that, you always... Shinzo should have died. Yeah. Um, 
And he should have been Ultron. Was it Ultron? Ultraman. Ultraman. Ultron. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Ultraman. Ultron. But it should have been Ultraman. Yeah. But that's all I have a problem with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my biggest problem. Right. But I, I love the narration. I, and I think <clears throat> I like the narration so much in my head. Yeah. Um, because of the book and because of the audio that I listened to with Will Wheaton. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. You know, and I and I didn't think there was enough. Right. For me. Right. But uh, dog is going crazy. Yeah. So Bro going nuts. Yeah, she yeah. does. Um, but I, I might even watch it again tonight. Yeah. You know, I just I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I get that. But you know, if you did have more Simon Pegg, would it overshadow? I don't think so. No. I don't think it would have. No. Um because it's almost like a waste of an actor. Yeah. Because he's so good. Yeah. I I I, I feel like I, I, I just said that it's like, you know, the Hobie boys, they they on their, their latest podcast, they did a ranking of the uh the Marvel movies. Okay. And um they invited others to rank them and they calculate it all up and came up with a master list. Uh-huh. Um and I had four Ragnarok very low. Like I think I have it as like third or fourth worst on my list. Mm-hmm. And at first when I watched it, I thought it was phenomenal. But upon repeat viewings, it doesn't hold up for me. No, it doesn't. And one of the things that like is an unforgivable sin is it absolutely wastes Carl Urban. Oh yeah, that's an unforgivable sin in my opinion. Yeah, like you've taken a great actor and just completely wasted, destroyed him. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he could have been used for something much better. Yeah, and I, MCU. I and I almost felt like that with. Uh, um, I almost felt that way with um, Lee Pace and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because I wanted more. Oh yeah, of him. more Lee Pace. Yeah, anytime I get more Lee Pace, I'm a happy man. Yeah, but I mean, like, I wanted more. Yeah, and I get the ending because Guardians' yeah. ending was phenomenal. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking fantastic. There are a few scenes in movies that give you chills every time, and that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. When they're grabbing onto each other. Yeah. And that fucking, he just turns his hands. Yeah. That's so, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Oh, is this possible? The Garden of the Galaxy, bitch. Oh. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I agree. I mean. I agree. No, I'm right there with you. Gun is just a genius when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. So. But I didn't want him to die because he was just such a good villain. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the villain you've been waiting for. Yeah. And then you get the tease in Captain Marvel. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, I want more of him. You do. Yeah. You know? And it's like, there have, there have been villains within Marvel. You know, within yeah. the... But all are kind of like, eh. Most, most are forgettable. Because it's so concentrated on the Avengers. Yeah, well, I mean, or even whoever. like, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, you're talking like Whiplash, forgettable. Wh- whoever it was in Iron Man three, yeah, forget forgettable. Um, oh, that, I can't. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about that. But you know, um, I mean, even Red Skull is kind of forgettable. 
No. He no. was good. He was good, no, but he's not forgettable. Like, I mean, so much so that when he shows up in, a, in Infinity War, we're both like, oh, shit, there he is. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. Um, you know, you look at... Baron, four, Von, Baron Von Zemo, whatever. Zemo, yeah. I mean, Zemo it, was a huge... Yeah, whatever. I mean... Yeah, because he really wasn't the villain. He just made things come together, and the villain was really their own egos. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of, like, villains over the, over these 21 movies that you're kind of like... Well, yeah. even, even I mean, Hella was fantastic, but yeah. wasted. Wasted, yeah. You know, I mean, they, these are, I mean, these are honest criticisms from me, from me and you for yeah. the Marvel Universe, because their villains have always been weak. Yeah, from, you know... Some even of the, Ultron was kind of weak. Funny, not forgettable though, because he made he made Ultron very good. Yeah, I mean, just like, by speaking. Yeah, I mean, some have been you know. I mean, you got Loki, who's always fun, but forgettable villain again was um, uh, the uh, vibranium um, Ulysses Claw. Yeah, yeah. Which could have been more. Which could have been more. He should have been more. Crossbones should have been more. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, like, you, yeah. you see the, yeah, you see the, the pattern, pattern here. But for the most, so for the most part, like, you know, these MCU villains, you're just kind of like, they might as well just be mustache twirling. Correct. You know. But not Lee Pace. Not Lee Pace. Not when he goes into Thanos' hood. Yeah. And kills his head guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then gets him on the video screen later and says, I'm coming for you next. Yeah. As he installs the stone in his hammer. That was such a badass scene, yeah. too. But I'm like, oh, the Kraken has arisen. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so incredibly badass. Yeah. This is Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. He was almost... I'm not going to say... He was on that Thanos level to me. Yeah. Not there. Not because quite, Thanos yeah. has more of the human side. Yeah. Not human side, but... but he, 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 he's they, a more complex character. Right. And you can almost, like, as we said, you can look at Thanos and say, eh, maybe he's right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Lee Pace just wanted to absolutely genocide yeah. planets. Yeah. And that's why he wanted this done. Yeah. You know? Um, but he was just so fucking good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Well, because he's, he's Lee Pace. I know. Just so yeah. good. And you hope there's a way to bring him back again. like Because you, you sit there and say, well, I mean, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. You know, he was destroyed by the stone, but the stone could probably bring him back. Times you, know, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of options available to us here that we could bring back running the accuser and get more Lee Pace. Yeah, he should not have. Yeah. To me, he should not have died. I agree. It made the movie. Right. It made sense in the movie, but still, there's a party that's like, "Fuck! Why'd you have to take this villain on?" You took a villain that was just so good. Yeah, you know, he could have been your vulture. Oh man, was he good? Yeah. Now Keaton was a good vulture. Yeah, you, yeah. That was a good villain. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just wow, what a waste of not. It wasn't a waste because he was good in the movie. Yeah. It's just he could have been so much more in other movies, right? You know. You know, one thing I was thinking about the other day, because I watched this again, too. I watched Infinity War. Yeah. I love that fight with him and Hulk, man. Thanos and Hulk. Oh, yeah. That was fucking incredible. That was. That I mean, was. Hulk was, like, trying to lay waste to him, and he was like, fuck this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Thanos, like, shook it off. Here kinda... comes the Titan. Yeah. 
Famous kind of shook it off a la Hogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then puts a whoop in the Hulk's ass. <laughs> yeah. I can just see the hair shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking red faced yeah. tan head shake. Uh, the few strands that he had. Like you're waiting for a, like Hulk to like start hitting him. Like <laughs> like he just raises the head up and gives him like the the Kembe Matumbo finger. Yeah. Wave and then like. <laughs> Fucking kicks his ass. He does. Kicks his ass. Yeah. That was amazing. And I get why Hulk. I get it. Yeah. He thought he was the most powerful being in the universe. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm a titan, bitch. I'm tapping out. (laughs) Yeah. I was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, you know. Anyway, I don't know where we're at. We just went off. Oh, crazy. we're just going off on tangents. Yeah, but I mean, like Lee Pace was just so good, dude. He was, man, really good. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's been my criticism of these movies. If you're going to criticize, I think that's really one of the only things you can really come after them about is their villains. Yeah. Well, most of them. Yeah, I mean, most of them are just forgettable. Yeah. Like, you hate to say that, but it's true. You know? No, you're right. I was going through all the Marvel movies yeah. in my head. Steven Dorff was a good villain. I liked him as the villain in Blade. Is that Steven Dorff? Yeah, that's Steven Dorff, yeah. but that's not an MCU movie. No, but I was thinking of Marvel movies. Well, like, Marvel movies as a whole, like, I mean, like, the only other one I could really, like, figure, sit there and point to, like, like Steven Dorff, you're right, but the only other one I could really point at would be um, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Oh, he was good. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, that's it. Man, Alfred, he was so good as Doc Ock. He was. Man, was he good. Yeah. But, the, you know, they fucked up, you know, the Goblin. They did. They, they fucked up the Goblin royally. Twice. But I, yeah. Because I didn't think What's-His-Name played a good Goblin. I think he played a good Harry. Yeah. But he did not James play... Franco. Yeah. Yeah. But he... No, I'm talking oh. The Amazing. Oh, so Dane DeHaan. Yeah. Okay. I thought he played a great Harry. Mm-hmm. I did. I really liked him as Harry, but when he switched to the Goblin, when he... It, that, it just it, became stupid un- to me. Un- unfortunately, I think that Goblin would have worked better had he been given more time to develop. Yeah. Like, you kind of get rushed right into that. You know what I mean? Like, you you go from, like, Electro being the main villain. Yeah. To all of a sudden now he's got, a, you know, you know Spidey's spent. You know, he, he he's just exerted everything he's got to fight Electro. Now here comes Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin. Yeah. And you're like, when the fuck did this happen? Yeah. You know, so, I mean. It, it, Electro it, never really had a, never really had, like, a time to shine. Yeah, because it should have been Electra. Yeah, I mean to me. Yeah, I mean that, that, it, the, the fault of Spider of Amazing Spider-Man Two is the fact that they jammed Green Goblin into that movie. Yeah, because you wanted to get to Gwen Stacy's backbreak. Yeah, like you rushed into that and you you try to do it as a double switch. Yeah, it just didn't and it work. doesn't work, yeah. unfortunately. Aside from the scene with the backbreak. Yeah, because that was perfect. That was perfect, but like the the, the 
that whole thing with Dane DeHaan, like mm-hmm. that, like his Harry, needed more time to develop. It needed a movie or two. Yeah. Like, like at the end of of Amazing Spider-Man Two, you should have had him become Green Goblin. But in three is when the fight happens. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I get it. No, I get. I, yeah. I get it. I thought Franco was a good Harry too. I'm not denying yeah. that. Yeah. Um. But he was awful as Hobgoblin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, yeah. I know, I know, you're right. Like it's but, again, one of the weaknesses of Spider-Man Three is like at the beginning of the movie, like, like he has that fight with, with Peter, like, and Peter's like trying to save the ring, you know. And I was just like, it's like fuck, Franco, you're just delivering some ham-handed lines here. Yeah, like, and he's a good actor. Yeah, I mean, he pulls through at the end. Yeah, Kingpin, Daredevil. Oh, wow, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, just saying yeah, we're right, coming right. up with. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> we're coming you're up with some great villains. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that you love about him is he's complex. Yeah, it's a complex character. Very complex. Similar to Thanos. Yeah. Thanos is a very complex character. Right. Pace isn't really, but right. No, but he's yeah. fucking badass. Yeah, you know. But yeah, think about. It. I mean, think about those villains. I mean, there's just not been. I hope that changes. Yeah. I don't have... Well, I mean, like, here's the thing, like, okay. Because if you introduce... I'm just saying. I'm just praying that if you introduce Dr. Doom as some weak sauce shit... Yeah. Again? Yeah. You can't do it. You can't. No. He's beyond all these motherfuckers. Well, probably aside from Thanos. Right. I mean... I mean, there's three villains that you really have to look at for the next Avengers movie. You know, one is Doom. Two is, um... The Skrulls. And three is... Is fucking, um... The Planet Killer. Galactus? Galactus. Yeah. And that's... I mean, that's where you gotta go, in my opinion. I I don't see how... What else you can do? Yeah, I don't know. You know. Galactus might be too much. And too little, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I think... The scrolls you can get storylines with. Um, you know. secret, All that, you know, everything. Yeah, everything, you can, yeah, you can go down all kinds of holes with that. Yeah. And stuff. Um... In Doom, there's many storylines. You can go a lot of a, a whole shit ton of directions with Doom. Yeah, but with Galactus, it's sort of like a one shot deal. I, I don't see it being more than two movie thing. Yeah, they're not going to have an arc of six movies over Galactus. It's just why. Well, I, I think I think you you kind of address that with like I mean you're, you're expanding the cosmic universe. Right. They're talking about doing the Eternals. Yeah. Right. Right. You know. You've got Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, you know, she has to have some sort of knowledge of, of who Galactus is. And we haven't seen what's his name yet. Um, Adam. Uh, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, yeah. That's not going to be, you know, whenever Gunn gets around to doing Guardians 3. Yeah. You know. But then, but with this extended, you know, yeah. universe and every, you know. Right. You got to bring Surfer in. Right. I mean, that could be like part of it, 
Yeah. Is like the sighting of the surfer. Like if if you want to like kill it with. Oh, I hope Gun does surfer. Well, I mean, if you want if you want to kill it with like the post post uh, credit scene. Oh. Of a vet, of uh, Endgame. Uh huh. You show the surfer. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. You know that's. I want to. <laughs> I want to see them mousers at work on Surfer. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, I mean that, that's what you do. I mean, that's that's the, the the if you're gonna go go the, the route of Galactus, that that's the end credit scene. Is, yeah, I'm just wondering what you're gonna do with that end credit scene. Are they gonna do an end credit scene that includes the new MCU? You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, I, you have to. I mean, you have to set the table. Yeah, that's what that that's what that end credit scene is meant to do is set the table because it it did it at the end of. In, you know, the first Avengers movie. Yeah. It set the table. Like, you were like, who the fuck is... And at the end of it, when it's Gala- uh, when it's Thanos, you're like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, right. And, you know, and, you, and now it was another five years of when the fuck do we get this guy? Yeah. You know? So, I, I mean, you can set the table just by just a glimpse of the surfer. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I have a feeling it's not going to be. I think it's going to... I'm sure it's not. But I, what I think... I, I think partly of what's going to happen... I'm serious. Mm-hmm. As corny as this sounds, and I, of course, I will be completely wrong, but this is what I'm thinking in my head, mm-hmm. is you're going to see the back of the wheelchair with a figure in the... Yeah. With a figure in... A figure, a, 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 with an X on the back yeah. of the fucking wheelchair. Like barely being able to see the X. Yeah, that'll be ass. Fucking wheels. Yeah. <laughs> but schnick, <laughs> just see see three blades come across the screen at the end. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not knocking that. Yeah, that would excite me. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see that Wolverine when they redo the Wolverine. I want to see. I would like to see a more comic Wolverine. Five foot three. Yeah. Fastballs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I kind of want to see that. Yeah, I get that. Um, they'll make them hopefully a little taller. But I mean, like. <laughs> You're five foot five. Yeah. But fuck, do I want the X Men in this universe? Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah. do. I do. I, I just. I just don't think they can do it with Dark Phoenix coming out. I think it would create too much confusion. Oh, yeah, I know that. But I mean, like. I, I think they can do something. I, I, I feel, something small. I feel like the surfer would make the most sense at the end. No, I, I agree with you. You know, with Galactus, if you're going the Galactus route, right? But I don't know what to see. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about the end credit scene. Yeah, if there is one, well, I'm sure. That, I'm sure there is one because I mean, again, you have to set the table for what the next chapter is. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. Is we're setting that ta- we're setting the table. So, but yeah, I want to see yeah the X Men in this universe, not space necessarily, but I mean yeah within this realm. I I do yeah. I want to see the X Men. I'm sure you will. I I, I just want to see. I, I want to see Beast as Beast. I, I have no doubt you will, but I don't think you're going to see it for at least three years. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. I, I think they have to bury this franchise 
and then dig it back up in three years. So you forget about it. And the quite interesting question is, where's their starting point? I mean, it's, it is an interesting question because it, there's, there's the starting point of the X-Men. Right. There's... You know, X Men, New Mutants, X Force. I mean, like, there's you know, there's a whole line there. But where do you start it from? I mean, do you start it from the beginnings with Charles? Because that's old school. Well, I, not really, not that old, but still eighties. Well, I, I think you you could you could start really. It, it's in the yeah sixty. You know what I mean? I I think I think what you can kind of say is with the snap, whatever gets reversed may create the mutant gene and set it forth from there. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I you have to kind of explain because you've been playing in a, in a world without mutants. I know you've, uh, you've and they've done brilliant. You've at it. you've legally had to avoid using the word mutant Mute? and mutation. Correct. You know, and uh, so I mean they they've danced around that so much that now I'm because I mean I'm intrigued to see where, how they like kind of say, oh yeah, by the way, mutant. <laughs> You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah, we shall see. Yeah, I mean, you could just see Spider-Man and Hawkman. He was born that way. We weren't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, like, like, it's gonna be like Ruffalo saying, "Well, this is clearly a mutation of some type." You know, and it's like, yeah, fuck. him and Stark doing some studies. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, man. Like a team-up comic. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I would like to see... I mean, from an X-Men standpoint... I mean... Do I want to see... Do I want to see the first generation of X-Men? Is it irrelevant? It's because I mean they're very similar to the four, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, Beast. Yeah. You know. But boy, do I want to see Archangel as Archangel? Yeah. But is he? You know, is he relevant? Yeah, I mean, you could make that relevant. Not as death, but I mean as yeah. Archangel. Yeah. Because they fucked him up twice. Horribly. Yeah. Yeah, not. Yeah. So, I mean, like, can they play on that? And, and you know, do you want to see Marvel? Go- I mean, do you want to see the whole force, you know, like the originals? Or do you want to get it into the more of the, I guess, late 80s, 90s when you get into the, God forbid, Jubilee. But, I mean, Nightcrawler, you know, Wolvie. That that kind of crew. Do you want to see Gambit? I want to see Gambit. Yeah, I want to see a real Gambit. I I, I want to see a, I want to see that that fucking t- uh, CGI with them cards. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. But I don't know where do you what do you want? I mean, do you want the old or do you want the newer? I w- I would want a team. Made up of Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Kitty Pride. 
Kenny Pride. Um, not Cyclone. Um, Colossus. Colossus. Um, man, did he look good in Deadpool? But go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'd like to see him done right. Like, I mean, the the Deadpool version. <laughs> I know. Uh, but I want because the thing is this. He has a good storyline. <laughs> he does, and and and, so, and him and Kitty are such a good storyline. Mm. You know, I I love that storyline with those two. Over over the years, it's been so you know, and it's why Kitty Pride is one of my favorite characters. Is she's such an interesting and complex character, and her relationship with Colossus, and I mean you know, and but also her relationship with Wolverine in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I was half pissed off that like. In the first X Men movie, like they gave that relationship to Rogue, yeah, and I was like, "That's not that, that, that's Kitty Pryde." Yeah, I have so many problems. Well, with I know, the I know you do, but I mean, that was like one of those I things. Know. Like, I was like, "No, this isn't how this works." It should be Kitty Pryde. Yeah, it should be Kitty Pryde. So, I mean, like, I'd like to see that done right. I, so, I, I'd like to see like a, maybe a merging of the of the old and the new. Okay, like you have to have Cyclops, in my opinion. He has to be the leader of the team. You know, you have to have Gene with him. Um, I think you have to have Wolvie there just because people will expect it. Yeah. You know, and that's a draw. Yeah. You know, and plus you have that great love triangle between the three of them. Uh huh. You throw in Kitty and you throw in Colossus. And I mean, and again, I, I, Nightcrawler. You know, I, I, you know, some variation with like Nightcrawler or Gambit or. You know, I, th- there are a number of different ways you can play it, but I think like those are like the main five I want to see in a storyline mm-hmm. and have it done well. No, I, you, know, I, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's where I would I'm go. in somewhat agreeance. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a little burned out on Storm. I think that they've ruined her. I, I they, They've never done her right. They've never done her justice. No. Uh, you know? Ever. And I would like to see her brought in only because of the relationship she has with um, Black Panther. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I mean, like there, there's enough. There's a ton of things you can do with, right? I mean, you know, it's, so it's like frustrating because you sit there and you say, you know, fuck, there's so much we could do with all of this, but they've ruined Rogue too. Yeah. Not that I want the country Rogue from no. the cartoons. Right. Yeah. No. But I mean, like, like at all? No. 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 Like <laughs> her fucking accent was a blame. It was atrocious. <laughs> yeah. Hey y'all! Stupid. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, it was like somebody doing a bad Dolly Parton impression. It was horrible. It was. Um, but come here, sugar. But I mean, there's so much shit that they have. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, you could just go anywhere with it. It is. It's. It's like they. They've pretty much got everything. Yeah. They. They they pretty much do it. I mean, it's like one of those things where I mean, yeah, there was rumor of a Namor movie just a couple weeks ago. You're like, what the fuck, Namor? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, yeah, you're but right. But you can go down that hole and get into a Mega Red. I mean, there's so many yeah, things yeah, you can Yeah, there are. I mean, there's so many toys you have in the attic now yeah. that you get to play with. And it's like, fuck, you lucky bastards. <laughs> I know. You know. I just hope that... Well, you know what? I have complete faith. Yeah. I, I do not think they're going to ruin it no. by any means. No, neither do I. But we're going to get a wait. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. Yeah. At least three years. Yeah, you got to let the dust settle on the yeah. X Men. Because believe me, I don't think and this is just me personally. I don't think this Phoenix movie is going to fly. Neither do I. I. I don't have any hopes in it. Yeah. I don't even want to watch the trailers. No. 
And if it turns out to be good, fuck, I'll go see it. Yeah. But I just don't think that it's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, I have to go see it because Nancy's like, you have to take me to see it. So I'm like stuck. But at the same time, there's a part of me that's like, fuck, I don't even want to waste And there's a lot of people that are absolutely... I don't want to waste 16 bucks to see this movie. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that are absolutely in love with the Phoenix Saga. But... but It's a touchstone story. It is, but they've ruined it every time they've tried to tried to bring it out. Eh, not in the cartoon. Cartoon did it okay. Not cartoon. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, but the only time they tried it was X3, and that was bad. You're right. It was horrible. It was horrible. I agree with you. It, I didn't think it was good in... Um, X three? No, they fucking brought it. They brought her out in fucking. Oh, in apocalypse. Apocalypse. Well, they 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 introduced a power. Whatever. They fucking played on Phoenix. They did, yeah. From the from the from the uh, well, I mean, it was trailers. It was a setup. <laughs> it was a setup for the next movie. Yeah. Clearly, I mean that's all they were doing was setting up the next movie. Yeah. They knew they wanted to do Dark the Dark Phoenix saga. They knew they had the actress to do it. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, I'm not but, denying that she's but, not a good. But you're. I mean, this is Jean something. Gray. This is something that should be like a three part story, not a two hour movie. Not at all. Yeah, there's a whole. Dark Phoenix is like a religion in the X Men world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, lots of stuff to look forward to. Right. Some things that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah. But overall, I'm glad everybody's. In the fold now. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I... Well, spe- speaking of things what you may or may not be looking forward to, hmm. did you see the trailer for Joker? I did. W- what are your thoughts? My thoughts? I want to hear your thoughts first. So, uh, I'm a Joker fan, but yeah. I'm not a fan boy. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know this. Right. Um, but I have watched a lot of animated Batman. Um, but I'm not, I can't go down the rabbit hole like you do with them. Right. I mean, you know I'm inside and out. I do not. Mm-hmm. And I've seen different forms of the Joker and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, my take on it was, it looks okay. Um, they teased us with a little bit of a laugh. But, eh, not really into it. Okay. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, that's fine. He looked cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's pre everything. Right. So here's my take. This movie looks like it will be amazing. Okay. If it wasn't called Joker. Okay. Yeah. If it if it was called the Clown That Laughs, or <laughs> clown that or you know, make me smile. Or something else, and it was just a a tale about somebody who goes insane. I mean, it looks like a mashup yeah. of Taxi Driver, The King of Comedy, yeah, yeah. like like these Scorsese movies. It, it it looks great. Like this would probably win an Academy Award if it wasn't a DC Comics movie. Like it looks that good to me. Yeah. Like I would think like this is a some sort of amazing psychological crime drama that Joaquin Phoenix gets an Academy Award for 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 leading actor. But since you're calling it Joker, I can't get behind it. Right. 
Like, it doesn't look to me like a Joker movie. It, like, first of all, the Joker should never be a lead character like this. Okay. He just shouldn't. Like, it's not... Like, why was Heath Ledger's Joker so damn good? Why did it win an Academy Award? Because he wasn't on screen that much, and when he was, he made it pay off in spades. Yeah, he did. I agree with you. You know what I mean? Like... So you waited for him to speak, yeah, because every word out of the, his mouth when you saw him on screen was magic, yeah. Like even like, and I'm not saying that because he died, right? I'm saying I, that it, just it, because it was that damn good. Yeah, I mean that, that's the gold standard. That's the one everybody who hates Jared Leto's Joker said. Oh, it's nothing like Heath Ledger's. Yeah, you know what I mean. And even Jared Leto's Joker, the reason it worked for me is because he wasn't on screen that much. He's right. a supporting character. You, he, he can't be the main course. Yeah. He can never be the main course. Yeah. He has to be giving you in little appetizing bites that you say, fuck, I want more, but I can't get it. Right. Nicholson's Joker was the same way. You didn't get, I mean, he was on screen a, bit, a whole lot more than the other two, mm-hmm. but still, it was enough that you were just like, fuck, I want more of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that, that that's what the Joker is supposed to be. So now you're giving me a movie where he's the main character. This is how this man goes insane and puts on the clown makeup and becomes this deranged killer. And I'm just not interested in that. Yeah, okay. I get it. And the Joker should be a mystery. Like, again, what was great about Heath Ledger's Joker is you were never given his origin. You never knew who he was. And they actually made that claim in the movie as yeah. well. They were like, oh. But yeah, you couldn't track him down. His clothes were all custom. He didn't have any labels. Yeah. You know, everything about him was unique. That, that So you couldn't find out who this person was. Right. And, I mean, and there have been theories upon theories about, you know, he may have been special ops. He may have been, you know, a CIA spook who went rogue. I mean, there's all sorts of batshit crazy theories that are out there about who, what the origin of this that character was. Because he's that interesting. Yeah. You know? And you're basically taking the curtain away. And dumbing it down to some... some I don't don't think you're dumbing it down, but I think you're just... You're creating a character that, again, like, it works in the real world as far as, like, a Scorsese or Francis Ford Coppola crime drama. Yeah, yeah. Like, a psychological thriller that would, like, fit in with Silence of the Lambs. Right. You know, I think it's going to be an amazing movie. I think it's going to be very well done. I think it's going to make a ton of money. Yeah, but I'm probably not going to see it mm. because this isn't what I want from this type of movie. If I mean, if anything, if you're going to give me a Joker movie, you better give me something along the lines of of like um, the Killing Joke. Mm. You know, if you're going to give me him as the main course, right? Because that's far more interesting to me than what you're giving me with Joaquin Phoenix dancing around in his underwear and giving his mother a bath. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get. It. Yeah, but from a like a psychological crime drama, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I mean, coming out in October, and I'm sure that Joaquin Phoenix is going to act the shit out of this movie. I, I'm sure he will. Yeah. But I'm just not. Say what you want about Joaquin Phoenix, the guy yeah, can act. The guy can act. Like I mean, and I'm not saying anything bad about this movie. Like it looked like from that trailer, I thought, wow, this looks amazing. I just wish it wasn't called Joker. Yeah. Yeah. The fundraiser scene. Oh yeah, that's probably one of my favorite. Yeah, that was. I'm not. I'm not breaking the cycle. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite scenes from Heath Ledger. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
So good. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. I. I I just I I didn't feel a whole lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I knew that it's not something that I really wanted to see. Yeah. Me personally. Yeah. Um. Just because, it, it's not that. It's not even the. It's not even the. What am I trying to say? It's not even the comparison to Ledger. Yeah. For me. Um. Because I like Jared Leto as Joker. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. We've discussed that. I, I love you, you and I are in the minority. Yeah. I love them as yeah. Joker. Um, but that's not the Joker that I really want to see. Yeah. I don't care about his history. There shouldn't be a history to me. Right. Because Joker was just kind of always there. Or he showed up. Or right. he was, you know. Yeah. Sitting there laughing at the Legion of Doom. or Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he was a fucking... He was the fucking renegade. Like... Right. You never knew what was going to come out of his mouth. The wild card, so to speak. He was always the wild card. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah. So I, didn't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So... The one other thing I want to touch on. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I said the one other major point. Okay. I want to touch on is um this the next weekend. By this time next weekend, I believe we're going to see our first trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine. Really? Because next weekend is Star Wars Celebration. Okay. Um, I'm ex- I'm expecting sometime this week. Lucasfilm will announce what the name of the movie is. Okay. Because they're going to want to sell merchandise. Yeah. At the con- at this convention. Sure. And I expect Saturday at some point they're going to release a trailer. That's my expectation. Okay. I- and I think it's reasonable. I mean, at this point, this makes the most sense as to when they're going to release a trailer. Plus, it's just ahead of Endgame, so you can attach it to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So I guess my my question to you is. What would you like to see from the trailer? Like, is it? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like, you know, a bunch of flashes of the characters we know. Yeah. And you know, maybe something bad. <laughs> you know, like like something yeah. like, oh shit. You know. I want to see some kind of shocker in there. Yeah. Um. I want to see a character in there that we haven't thought of that would be in this movie. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's what I want out of the trailer. Is weird. I know it sounds odd. I don't want anything familiar. Because I'm already familiar. Yeah. Um, but I want to see something that makes me want to go, ooh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it gets me revved up for it. Yeah. You know? So I guess that's what I want from it. I just want to be like, ooh. Damn. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> you know, let yeah. the countdown begin. Yeah. So, I got, that's kind of what I want to see. I want to see Billy D. Oh. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, one of the great moments in trailer history is the second star, the second trailer for The Force Awakens when you see Han and Chewie and Han's like, Chewie, we're home. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's like one of those great moments. Yeah. Like the first one, if you remember, like it, it had just a couple little things, and like the big reveal was Kylo Ren firing up that lightsaber, and you see in the the crossblade. Yeah. Like, oh shit! Like yeah. that was like the big moment. You're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, 
And in this one, it's like, like in the second one, it was haunt, you know, Han and Chewie were home. So I, I want that moment from Billy D. Yeah, you know, some some moment of you know, like Chewie. Yeah, you know, like, you know, something like that. You know, so I, can I, I help you, princess? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. I mean, you know, yeah. that would be fantastic. I, but like I. I know we're going to see nothing. I mean, J.J., more J.J. Abrams more than anybody else is going to cut this trailer in a way that you see nothing at all, but it whets your appetite so much. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Are you glad he's doing it? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I thought he did so well with The Force Awakens. I mean, say what you will about it. I mean, I know people were like, oh, it's so familiar. And then they bitch because Ryan Johnson was so unfamiliar. But I thought J.J. did a very good job of bringing the franchise back to life. Yeah. You know, it didn't feel like the the prequel trilogy at all. It felt like the original trilogy. It did. You know, I thought he did a very good job of, like, just giving you that feel back of what a Star Wars movie is supposed to be. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I, I really feel like he has an idea of how he wanted this whole thing to wrap up. Like, how he incorporates that into with what Ryan Johnson did, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I, but I just like J.J. Abrams. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like him as a director. I really do. I, I think he's he's just one of those great directors. He is, and he puts out good movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, like, I, you know, less, you know, no lens flare, and I'm good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But... So I'm expecting very little from the trailer. I'm expecting it to be like a minute 30. Okay. And, you know, you get a flash of Ray. You get a flash of Finn. Poe looking heroic with BB-8. Yeah. You know, something along those lines. You know, Kylo standing menacing over. So, you know, I, I, think, I think one of the big reveals may be you see the Knights of Ren. Yeah. I think that would be the huge reveal would be like. Kylo standing there with the Knights of Ren, you know, because I, I feel like that, that they were meant to play a big role in Ryan Johnson for whatever reason bypassed that. I don't know why either. Yeah. Like, I think like if you would have incorporated the Knights of Ren into, into the story, you could have had, you know, but I, I, and I'm not going to belittle what Ryan Johnson, because I mean, we've discussed it and I love it, yeah. but like, I think JJ had a plan with the Knights of Ren. And I like I think that's going to be a big focal point of of this movie. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes three hours. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Because he's got a lot of work to do to wrap up a saga. Yeah, you know. You're right. So it wouldn't surprise me if this goes three hours. Yeah, I you know maybe you could have incorporated the Knights of Ren you know during the casino scene. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, like it's the Knights of Ren hunting them down, not, you know, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, a lot of things it could have been different about, you know, but the Knights of Ren, I think, are going to be play a very big role, and I'd like to see, like, maybe some sort of big reveal with them in the trailer, that would be pretty fantastic. Yeah. But other than, like, other than, I, I, I don't know what I want the movie to be called, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't have... At this point, you know... From the aftermath of Ryan Johnson's movie, you know, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, because 
I just, I, I, I don't know. Han went out good. Yeah. Luke did not. I disagree. Like, I, I think, I, I, great, don't get me wrong, I, yeah, I would like to have seen him be on the battlefield. I think Skywalker would have been on the battlefield. I mean, that's just... I don't know. That's... I wanted to see that. Yeah. I get that. Uh, I don't think... I get where they were going with Skywalker. Yeah. But... They're fighters. He was never Yoda. Yeah. And, And he never... Got Yoda. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. And he loved to fly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he but, was... But that's the sacrifice he made. Like, I saw somebody explain it, and it was, like, really well done when he's, like... that qu- When he when he questions, where's Han? Yeah. Because if you remember, like, back in Empire Strikes Back, when Han and Leia were in trouble, he felt that through the Force. Because he shut himself off from the Force, something that he truly loved... Yeah. He didn't know Han died. Yeah. Where he, if it, it, you know, he probably would have felt that if he had been open to the Force. So it's like Skywalker sacrificed everything because he he firmly believes that the Jedi Order had to die. Yeah. And he was the last Jedi, and he was making sure that it happened yeah. by isolating himself on that that planet on that little island. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I get it. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I understand the mythos. I mean, I understand all of it. Right. But, I mean, so, like, at the end of it where he's still stranded because because of his own doing, mm-hmm. you know, his him making that ultimate sacrifice, knowing he's making that ultimate sacrifice to light the spark yeah, that would be the rebellion yeah, or the resistance, whatever the fuck you want to call it, yeah, yeah. you know, is what Skywalker would do. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, he comes full circle at the end, but he does it in a pacifist way in a lot of ways. Like, he becomes a pacifist at the end of, of Return of the Jedi, in a way. Like, you know, when he throws down his lightsabers, no, I won't fight you. Yeah. You know. Oh, I said that. Yeah. I don't you know. Have, you have failed. I'm a Jedi, like my father before me. I know. Yeah. But when he beats down Vader. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's just. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know he throws the saber down, son. Yeah. But. Yeah. There's a moment where he gives in to the hate. Oh. Yeah. For certain. Yeah. And he realizes what he's doing. Oh, here is. Ah. James Earl Jones. Second worst reading. <laughs> yeah. Ah! But. Uh, the worst being, no. That was the worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But. Um, Jedi, for all its faults, though. That scene between oh, yeah. Luke, and, Luke and Vader made the movie. Yeah. It's almost like they were just trying to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Lucas it, couldn't figure out how to get them to that point. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You know what I mean? I, not going off way off course, but yeah. I mean like... Yeah. 
from the sister moment on. Yeah. It was balls to the wall. Oh, yeah. Sister. Yeah. Done. After that, it was yeah, like... He, he fires up the green lightsaber, comes firing yeah. in. He's pretty much like, hey, John Williams, come on. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, fucking chorus. Everything that this yeah. whole series has been... Yeah. ...was just... I'm going to take you down, old man. Yeah, <laughs> it is time. Yeah. But then... You know, crippled ass Vader picking up the Emperor. Yeah, and throwing himself. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it didn't look good at, at one point because all you saw was this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the same point, Vader getting lifted. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. But it was very human at the same point because you saw the change, and it yeah. was that change. It was like that look. Yeah. That suspense. Yeah. What's he gonna do? And all of a sudden, you see the head. Yeah, going for it, you know. But <laughs> yeah, like if that if that mask could emote, it did at that moment. They should have ended it with that. Yeah, don't take him back to the Ewok village and have the fucking celebration. Yeah, just fucking end it. Billy D dancing with Wicket. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, no, I fucking agree. sweaty midgets and fucking <laughs> funk. <laughs> Because you knew wherever you know wherever they filmed indoor. I can't remember where they filmed it. Yeah. You knew that shit was hot. Yeah, northern, it was filmed in Northern California. Yeah, yeah. the midgets were dying left and right. <laughs> yeah, there's three buried in the woods out there at the Redwoods. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> in their costume. Yeah. <laughs> you think Chewbacca was hot? Take a hundred midgets and fucking put them in fucking fur costumes and let them run around. Yeah. You think their makeup was bad? Because it all sweated off. <laughs> but uh, I have so many faults with Jedi, but not the end. No. Well, not the Death Star. Not yeah. the, not that end. Yeah, because that was fantastic. Yeah. Oh man, uh. fucking Jedi. Ah, oh, they just ruined Jedi. <laughs> You know, I don't even. Know. Do you think it would be better with Wooks? Do you think it would have been better with Wookies? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I do. And a lot more blood and gore—not blood and gore, but you know, Wookies going taking taking the Empire to task. Well, like the problem becomes, like, because the Wookies they showed in Solo looked like they had mange. Yeah, they did. Well, they were in a mine. So, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, but still, at they the were same sl- slaves in a mine. So yeah, Chewbacca was in a fucking mud pit. Yeah, true. Right, and he came out looking like Chewbacca. Yeah, these guys. Yeah, you know the stray dog that has mange <laughs> on the road. Yeah, that's what these guys look yeah. like. Yeah, don't touch that dog. This they look <laughs> like Chaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not? Yeah. <laughs> All of them looked like Chaka. It's like they didn't even look like Wookiees. <laughs> what is... Yeah. I get what you're saying. What is it, you know, is Chewbacca using hair for men or something? <laughs> because Chewbacca's like full, full on yeah. hairy. Yeah. 
I get what you're saying. These guys were like, yeah, <laughs> balding patterns everywhere. I just, you know, it just didn't translate well. I mean, I love Solo except for the Chewbacca scenes. Because yeah. all of a sudden I was excited. I was like, oh, I'm gonna see Wookies. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> what is? What am I looking at? Yeah. You know, Wookie pattern, pattern baldness. The Wookies look better. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying it. And episode three, correct? Yeah, they look great. Oh yeah, they were like, hell yeah, yeah. And this, they look like I, I didn't even know what I was looking at. Yeah. I mean, it's like they were like, okay, let's make him look rough. <laughs> let's give him mange. Let's make him stink. That will be hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just uh, it was just bad. <clears throat> but I, I do think if they had, <laughs> if Lucas had gone with Wookies in in Jedi, I would have found it more believable. I mean, like you had like the moments like where like the the, the Ewoks are being dragged by the ATST, and it's like a comedic little moment, you know. They're in hang gliders dropping rocks, and the yeah, it, it was like that's gonna affect it. Yeah, like, give me a break. Like, there was a lot, like, I, it was like, really. The most believable part about the whole Ewok scenario were the two trees coming together and smashing yeah. it. Yeah, like, you bought that. That was, I bought it. Yeah, but like, and then like, dropping like, rocks, yeah, and making them go, yeah, give me a break. And then, like, like there's that scene where, like, you know, the ATST is just firing randomly and it hits that one Ewok and its mate is like, come on, come on. Oh, no, you're dead. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like, you know. Well, there was like a 30 second. Yeah. Like, where, like, uh, then the music is very. Strike it up, John. Yeah. The mu- Play me something sappy. Yeah. It's, it's very like, oh, no, this, this is going to take a turn for the worse. And these adorable little Ewoks are going to get destroyed. And of course, that doesn't happen, you know. Chewie takes over one, one, an ATST, and the next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. Yeah, yep, you know? yep. Yeah, I mean, give me a break. He's in. Uh, he, poor, poor, poor Chewie. He's in an ATST, and he's got to like tell Ewoks to stop playing with the, the the console. He's in the Millennium Falcon in the middle of a dog fight. He's got a problem with porgs. Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I get it. Let's respect Chewie. <laughs> you know. Abrams did support, did respect Chewie. He did. Though. He did. He played him right. Yeah. He really did. I agree. And I thought that Chewie was really done very well in the solo movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is, that's Chewie. Yeah. I agree. I that's agree. who he is. Yeah. Just in Jedi, it was just like. I felt bad for Chewie. I, I just felt bad for that entire indoor scene. Yeah. I did. It just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. It didn't. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, That's I mean, why I like, never watch Jedi. Yeah, like I mean, it, it, it's it. I mean, that, that, everything on Endor, you're kind of like, you know, fuck. This is, you know, Chewie's grabbing strange, like strange food off of trees. Yeah, come on, Chewie's smarter than that. He'd fucking eat one of those Ewoks. Yeah, come on, man. Bring them claws out. Yeah. I, I mean, there. I can't even think. I mean. Don't get me wrong. The speeder bike part was good. Yeah. Um. I got that. 
um, I love you, I know. Yeah. That moment, yeah. good. Yeah, it's great, yeah. R2, good, but I don't know how he fucking traveled through a forest. No. That was that, not that, believable that, to me. That, I still have no idea how he got down that hillside. Did, did he use his rockets? No. I, it, none of it made sense. <laughs> you can't even ride a bike through that forest, let alone a fucking three-wheeler like fucking R2. Yeah. There's no way. Absolutely no way. Yeah. The sand was believable. Yeah. It was. I mean, for yeah. R2. Yeah. But not a fucking forest. Yeah. I can't even walk through a forest. <laughs> let alone a fucking droid. Yeah. It was not believable. I mean, there's just, there's just so many problems on Endor. So many. Good God. I just had a huge... I think, I think my biggest problem were the Ewoks. Yeah. I, they were. Even as a kid when I saw the movie, it was just, you know, the bad makeup. I mean, you can yeah. see. I yeah. mean, like, it was just so bad. Like, with Chewie, believable, right? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, you still believe Chewie was Chewie. Well, they only had to make one Chewie suit. They had to make 100 Ewoks. Well, I I know that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, when you see Chewie on screen, you're like, it's a guy in a suit. Well, yeah, yeah. it is, but it, he becomes Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> With the Ewoks, you know, though, fucking, they got the entire cast from over the rainbow and just fucking put them in the fucking Ewok movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, in the back of your mind, yeah, you like, know. Yeah. You like, know? Do we have that casting sheet from under the rainbow? Let's make some phone calls. Yeah. I mean, you knew it, right? Craigslist ad, like little people wanted. That's why I like BB-8 so much, because I knew there wasn't anything in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's a, a four-year-old in there just running. <laughs> in a hamster ball. In a hamster ball, yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that that did not happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Moving on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Green wildly <laughs> throughout this episode. <laughs> right. Went from great to greatness to not so great yeah. to fucking a four year old midget in a hamster ball. Yeah. Oh. What are you going to do? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that kid needs a drink. I can just hear a stork already. Did you have to use the midget? <laughs> it's a jumpy old mailbag. And as always, we start with our good friend, Superfan Thad. Hello, my two favorite hosts who like to drink from the specimen cup at the doctor's. Yuck. So I went to the doctor's this week and the nurse handed me a cup. I went in and could not fill it up. Uh, No, 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 not going there. Any funny doctor stories you want to share? I haven't been to a doctor in like... We know. 20 some odd years. No, I don't have any funny doctor stories. (laughs) Um, No, no, no. If you were a chef, what would your signature dish be? This question is for Sean and Ian. So you're, you're, you're a... A cook, you're 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 a you're you're more established as, as a 
What would my signature dish be? Yeah. Mm. That's tough. Signature dish. Yeah. Good. What was yours? I, 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 the closest thing I would say, like, like I, I do well, would be like a, a chicken, parm. Yeah. Like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I don't make my own sauce. Okay. You know, I'm using sauce from a jar. You know, mm. but you know, growing up a, a nice chicken breast, cutting it up, putting it on a. You know, nice bed of noodle. <laughs> noodle. You know, noodle with, with like, you know, the chicken breast kind of laid out, the the sauce, and then uh, some mozzarella cheese over top of that. Yeah. Okay. Side of garlic toast. Hmm. I don't know what my signature dish would be. I, I make a lot of, I used to, uh, yeah. <laughs> not as much anymore, but I, I do make a mean steak. You do. Um, Even Nancy said you made a fantastic steak. One time you had us over for steak. Yeah. You know, she's not a big steak eater. And she was like, he, he, that boy knows how to make a steak. Yeah. <laughs> like, he be- fucking better. He put- worked at enough steakhouses. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would probably say um, steak, a um, little bit of garlic butter, sautéed mush. Um. Probably a twice bake. Yeah. And uh, either um, balsamic Brussels roasted or um, fresh green beans sautéed in garlic and salt and pepper. Okay. Sautéed green beans are good. Yeah. Okay. It's better than a mic and it's... Yeah. You know, like yeah. Sauté them in a pan. Yeah. They get that, like... It's a different taste. Yeah. It's a different taste. But it's a caramelization on them. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my signature dish, prior mistake. All right. There you go. <clears throat> my signature, Thad's signature dish would be a nice rare filet cooked with a mushroom and cream um, of, no, that that can't be, that can't be good. Some A mushroom and cream sauce. Um... I can see me smacking my lips now. No. If you found a landmine in your yard, what would you do? I I would call the authorities. Yeah, bomb squad. Have a bomb squad come in and take care of that for me. Unless the landmine you're referring to is the one left by you or your dog. (laughs) My guess would be fat. My guess would be fat too. Um, that's, that's it for the old, uh, old fat. The old hamburglar. The old hamburglar. And next up is a good friend, the otter. Okay. Better known as Superfan Tim. Hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Little behind the scenes otter edition. For some reason, I took notes on a random blank spot in my PNP notebook. And when I went to write this, I couldn't find this shit because it wasn't at the end of the notebook. Fucking filled in the gap after episode 207. That took some digging. 
Wow, that's 100 episodes ago. Yeah. Clearly no one cares about Behind the Music Otter Edition. Well, no, I think it's interesting that you have a notebook that you take notes about the show on. Yeah. You know, because clearly you care. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that. And we respect care. We respect care. <laughs> I was never a crew fan, but really enjoyed the dirt. That shit got dark. Didn't appreciate that close to the home kind of shit. But it was good. I thought it was going to be all fun games and squirting. But you, <laughs> but you won an award. Go sad. Well, I mean, I... I that's just the story of Motley Crue. Yeah, it's just their story. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's... It, it, it had to be... To me, that that had to be in that film. Yeah. I, it had to deal with um, Mick Morris' degenerative disease, the death of Vince Neil's kid. Yeah. Nikki Six dying. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all... That's and, all Crue. Yeah, and Tommy Lee's... Uh, Divorce and yeah. thereafter. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. I mean, I, I mean, he was a kid. He was. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that that's just. I mean, you know, you talk about the debauchery of Motley Crue, and that's a big part of their story too. Yeah. You know, there's no doubt about it. But the other side of that is, it is the fucked up shit that they went through. Mm. You know, I mean, they did go through a lot. Kickstart my heart is a vibe. Nikki sticks dying. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, you know, people are like, that's a good song. It fires me up. Yeah, it's about a dude dying on heroin. <laughs> you know Probably one of their best songs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm a huge crew fan. Yeah. And I know that. I am. I'm a, I, you know this. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a gigantic crew fan. And I knew, I knew that history, but it was kind of cool to see it on screen. Yeah. Not screen, but TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing with, with Skylar dying of cancer, like, I remember that, and, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, how fucked up Vince Neil was after that. Plus, Vince Neil got into that uh, fucking car wreck. Yeah, you know, that car wreck, that yeah. That killed, what's his name from, uh, Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but I remember the band. Razzle. Razzle from yeah. Hanoi Rocks. But, I mean, like, that's fucked up shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Like one of those things, like it gets like in Airheads, it gets referenced. Yeah, it's like you know Vince Neil killed a guy, and only spent three weeks in jail. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like you know, so like shit like that, like you, you know, that's like legend, in a way. You know mm. what what happened with Vince? So, uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like you, you you think like this is just gonna be like this fucked up. Here's a lot of TNA, but. That's not all the band is. Yeah, and in, in, the, in the TNA that they put in, some was <clears throat> like party and stuff, but some of it was like fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's who they were. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, fucking the, the guy from the record company's girlfriend, fiance. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, it is like, what I learned, you don't leave your girlfriend alone with Motley Crue because they'll fuck her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, they didn't care. Yeah, they didn't. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Sean, it sounded like we agreed on Star Wars Resistance. That Well, it sounded like we agreed Star Wars Resistance sucked. But after enough time talking about it, it sounded like you talked yourself into actually liking that snooze fest. I tried about three episodes at the pup, and I walked away. 
and didn't like the characters and saw no hope of anything tying together blocks. I'm waiting to run through Rebels when it's the streaming service comes out. Well, I, no, you're right. I, I didn't like it. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, enamored with the show like I was with Clone Wars or Rebels. Yeah. Um, it, it just, the second half of the series did pick up, and it got, the storytelling got better. Right. But I, I, I still don't, like, none of the characters I'm, I'm like, in love with. You know, I, it, it just, it was one of those things where, like, I, you, you, I stuck with it as a Star Wars fan. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. I, if it didn't, wasn't for the fact that it said Star Wars, I would have given up on it. But, like, that and the fact that people said, you you, you got to give it a chance. It does pick up. It does get better. Yeah. Made me watch that's the second half of the season. Um, and like I said, Otter, like, you know, when season two comes on, I'll, I'll watch it. But I'm not looking forward to it. Right. You know? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um. Here's the rub. Who in their right mind voluntarily turns in their own dog's shit for examination? You go to the dog park miles from your home and turn that shit literally in. Not to mention, odds are that you, that if you're self-reporting your animal to the landlords, you, you're probably already cautious not to pick up the turds. I would say this much, my friend. As you yourself know, it's a deterrent. Yeah. Mutually assured destruction. <laughs> you know, yeah. you want to leave your dog shit in our yard. We're gonna know whose dog did it. Uh, let's see what else does he have here. I'm a big believer in karma. When I was a dog owner, I always picked up homeboy stank biscuit. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm the sad sack that always steps in a stench mine. I hate that crap. Oh, I, I hate stepping in dog shit. There is nothing worse than stepping in a, a pile of dog shit. Nothing. Oh, I know, believe you know, Especially if you got boots on with, with deep... Yeah, tread. Tread, yeah. My dad had five dogs, and I, oh. I swear to God, I can't even tell you how many times I fucking had to take a fucking stick. And fucking try to get that dog oh, shit out. Yeah, the worst. He had to fling it out. Yeah, uh, gag- well, I, I gagged the entire time. Might as well just take a hose to the bottom of your boot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But seriously, it's hilarious if you just shit in the bag yourself. <laughs> wow. Okay, there, Thad. Yeah. I never saw a great live sports event at the venue. Okay. My personal favorite was watching La Minifique upon his return. I was in college and it was a fucking event in our apartment. My favorite sporting event and my all-time favorite athlete. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean that Lemieux's return when he comes back for uh, from out of retirement. That, yeah. That's an amazing moment. I was at a friend's house and we all chipped in for a WWE event. Maybe it was a WrestleMania, but don't quote me. The point is, it was the one when Owen Hart fell from the zip line and died. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that was not a WrestleMania. That was a, I think it was called an In Your House, but I don't know which one. I, I, but I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, um, that's not talked about enough if you ask me. It's insane. 
A human died in front of that many people. I don't want to look it up because I just wanted to think about that memory. I remember Jerry the King somber as hell and all of us arguing if this was part of the show. Nuts. You talk about watching stunts on TV to see if someone dies, but sure as shit, there it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a... I didn't witness that moment. Like, I I, I remember coming home and... You know, that was when I was living uh, above my sister and her boyfriend, Lou, at the time. Mm-hmm. And they had a... A box, you know, the yeah, decoder yeah. box. Yeah. So they got all the, they, they watched all the pay per views. And um, I remember Tracy telling me, like, you know, something fucked up happened. Yeah. You know, and um, it's just crazy. One of the, it was one of those moments I, well, I didn't see it. I, I remember it. I, I remember the incident and how it, like, shook my sister. Yeah. Because, like, you're like, you know, he's fucking dead. Like, holy hell. Yeah. You know, but, all right, there you go. Oh, run a little long today, but damn, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Anything you like to add to the proceedings, there, sir? No, I'm good, sir. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey, you can send us an email like these fine folks have, and that email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on um, Facebook and Twitter, and just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. Um, also. Uh, we are a member of a number of different podcasting networks. Uh, you can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and Danger Entertainment. Uh, just give them a Google search and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. Uh, we greatly appreciate you taking the time to enjoy our hijinks and shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Chicanery. That's right. All right. Well, on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. Peace.